Hi guys, um, welcome to another episode of the podcast. Today I'm going to talk about the Seven of Wands and I'm late getting on here because I was so exhausted last night. I had everything ready around me to record and I fell asleep. I had my blankets and sheets all washed and they were all nice and comfy and soft. So I just fell asleep. I couldn't help it. I was totally exhausted. Um, So I'm here recording this morning about yesterday's card, which is the Seven of Wands. And I did pick a card for today as well, which I'll talk about later this evening. So um, I'm going to read out the definition for the Seven of Wands. And the keywords are courage, fighting for what you believe in, facing challenges. When the Seven of Wands appears in a reading, you may need to stand up for yourself and fight for what you believe in. Challenges confront you, but you possess the resources to succeed. I think of this as the Don't Give Up card. Um, When this card appears, you may need to fend off competitors or enemies to achieve your objective. Even if the challenges are formidable, you can overcome them. The seven encourages you to stay strong and focus your will to win the struggle. And yesterday was a very hard day. Um, It was my first day back to work after um, about a week off due to bereavement. And I had some time booked off as well. So this was um, definitely a hard day and I had to keep like I just kept fighting to try to stay positive and not let it get to me even though like I couldn't even see any part of my desk it was so covered in work I had about 200 emails in my inbox it was just very overwhelming and I thought it was very um unkind to come back after losing a loved one and have no consideration whatsoever about what you had to come back to But that's just the place I work. Like there's some people who work for three people. There's some people who work for two. There's some that work for one in the administrative part of the company. And um, we all get paid the same. We all get the same amount of time off. Everything's the same. But um, it's just that some of us can do the work and some of us can't. Um, And like the lazy people tend to get less work so like that's not fair at all and it makes me bitter at times it's hard to deal with and I was kind of feeling a bitter yesterday when I came in and I was just like covered in work as usual but I kind of expected it um and for instance instance there's one girl at my work who um right now she only has one assignment to her one person assigned and um What she does is when her desk gets completely covered in work and she's just overcome with too much to do, she'll take about a week off of sick leave. She'll get like a doctor's note or something like that. And then we all have to do her work. Sometimes it's one of us along with our own work. And then she comes back to a clean desk. No stress. It's totally just fine. And then the hard workers come back to more work. So like... I don't see the incentive in actually being a hard worker. Like, what's the point if you're just going to get suffocated with more work? Um, So much unfairness. There's favoritism at my workplace. Some people are favored because, you know, they suck ass and they 
they hang out with certain people and I'm not like that I keep to myself I just try to do my own thing and go home I'm not one for socializing with work people and all that kind of stuff so I guess that's part of it too um and all of a sudden while I was off there's this new policy apparently because there was an email sent to the three people that I work for and copied to myself that said the policy changed now and um, unless your assistant is off for more than a week another assistant won't be um, assigned to your work unless there's an emergency you can ask somebody nearby to help you out so this just came out all of a sudden while I was off and um, of course you know I'm curious to see if this is going to happen when the same girl goes off again um I don't know it just seems unfair to me especially excuse me since I lost a loved one and like it's not nice to come back to all this stress when you've been dealing with so much but I find the management are pretty inconsiderate at my workplace when it comes to people who aren't the favorites so you know I just take that in stride and I just like the card said I just kept my courage up and I kept fighting for what I believed in even though I was facing challenges, and there were many challenges. um, There was also a little altercation, not that I was involved in, but made me feel very awkward. One of the girls who I like and I talk to, but she can be very defensive and she can be moody. But um, I just try to get along with everyone. Like I try to stay on all sides of the fence. And she came over asking me about Um, my grandmother's passing and you know being very nice which I appreciated and she also had a brother-in-law pass away so the girl who's always off sick and very sensitive um, and all this kind of stuff said oh I'm so sorry I didn't know your brother-in-law passed away and so um, I'm gonna call her Mary So Mary got very defensive, and I'll call the other girl Cassandra, with Cassandra, and I was sitting at my desk, and she was kind of standing in front of my desk talking to me, and when Cassandra said, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know about your brother-in-law passing away, Mary just tore into her and said, how did you not know? I mean, you got everyone else new in the office. And she just got really um, offended by that and kind of snapped at Cassandra, which um, made me feel very awkward because I was kind of there in the middle of it and I didn't know what to do. So I didn't say anything. So that just put off some defensive energy in the air, which um, also I think has to do with the Seven of Wands. So I was very awkward and then Cassandra just wasn't talking to me either for the rest of the day and then after lunch she went home for the day so she could be off down for the next two weeks that's what happens with her so now I felt odd it was kind of nice when she went because I didn't have to deal with the awkwardness even though it wasn't me like you know I still felt like I was involved there's just so much drama with these people at my workplace I can't deal with it anymore I'm just like my spirit's gone I got no desire to be there, like I have no desire to do the work, I just hate everything about it.
But the good news is I got my second job interview. Yay. So I have my second job interview next week. Um, So I'm looking forward to that. I have to do some kind of test online. And it's going to be a video conference job interview. So I think they're very interested in me and what I have to offer with my experience and stuff. And like, you know, it's a scary decision. Should I stay where I'm comfortable, but I'm not really comfortable because I'm just so fed up and just so turned from my workplace right now. I just feel like the energy is gone for me there. It's time to move on to new things. And, um, but I'm still scared. Like, you know, I still have the fears holding me back. But this, um, company looks, it's a bigger company. It looks pretty good. Um... I've heard good things about it. It's like, a, like I said, you work in a group, so you're not like working for the same person all the time, which is very attractive to me. So we'll see what happens and I'll let you know how that interview goes. I'm hoping for the best, but I'm also dreading um, the decisions that I'm going to have to make when it comes to um, this interview and if they offer me the job. But at least it's something to look forward to and there's hope, you know. I'm not stuck where I am, especially at times of COVID, it's hard to find employment. So um, this is a positive thing and I'm looking forward to um, new opportunities. And with the Seven of Swords, it says that in a reading about work, the upright seven advises holding your ground. Try to keep your spirits up and don't show weakness. Keep working diligently for what you want. Don't let other people distract you. So I think that really resonates with my work situation. Um, And I think that's what the Seven of Wands was trying to tell me about my day and how it was going to be and the fact that I knew that I was going to be facing some challenges because I drew this card the night before I was ready and it was kind of made it a bit easier so like you know the tarot cards are good for that because you can be prepared for what's coming um you know like I kind of knew it was going to be a hard day and I had my armor on I was ready and then it kind of made the day easier and I was exhausted and I still had my parents dog um but they did pick him up at um, dinner time when I got home from work and that was nice it felt like I had my house back and my dog was much happier and it was just so peaceful we went for a nice walk um I ate some leftovers kind of just watched some tv um got into some of my game of thrones stuff i'm obsessed with game of thrones and the new prequel house of the dragon is coming out so i've been watching a lot of youtube videos about that How, like um game of thrones just makes me feel good it's a distraction from everything going on in my life i absolutely love the mother of dragons daenerys targaryen I love all the Targaryens. I find them all so interesting and it makes, it kind of inspires me to write my own story and I want to do that, but I just haven't put my finger on exactly what it is I want to write yet, but there's been something burning inside of me for a long time to do my own creative thing and um, George R.R. Martin and Game of Thrones, A Song of Fire and Ice inspires me more than anything. 
and it takes me away to another land you know where I need to escape so I watch the videos I can't wait to see who's casted for House of the Dragon and um, it just it distracts me and it makes me feel better it helps it helps me relax so I did a bit of that last night as well it was pretty unproductive um, I didn't see my ex um, I think he's busy into his homework and that's okay I enjoyed having the night to myself my dad called me and that wasn't too bad of a conversation I kind of held my ground held my ground and of course he's still like you know like a child but I kind of just let it go I didn't let it get to me and I felt better when I hung up the phone um, because we didn't get in a fight or an argument and I feel like things are kind of like things blew over from our last fight and disagreement I'm not really sure what's going on with him and mom right now but I know that they are talking now because they both came by and I haven't heard from mom since so I don't know I think she's really tired I'll probably hear from her today and she'll let me know what went on after between her and dad where they had that big blow up and um, where she texted me and I was very stressed out over it and worried so I think that's kind of okay for now so like I'm just trying to live day by day because the way things happen in my life um, that's the only way I can get by and it helps me cope and I'm still on the Ciprolex and I find that it's really stabilizing my mood. So I'm going to try to stick with that, even though the side effects are, aren't are great, like losing hair, um, total loss of sex drive. I'm also on the birth control pill and um, I mean, I seem to be stabilizing my mood with the Ciprolex. So... I'm sticking to it, but I did lose a lot of hair. Like when I washed my hair and I brushed it out, it was just so much. It was it was alarming. But I'm on hair vitamins and vitamin C and vitamin D and all kinds of things. So I'm going to keep doing that. And I was under a lot of stress too. So maybe that had something to do with it. So I'm going to stick with it because it's really making me feel better when it comes to my endometriosis and th th the fact that I don't that I can skip my periods while I'm on this birth control pill helps me um, get through the days when knowing that my period isn't approaching my menstrual period because that stresses me out so much. It's so painful. It's so uncomfortable. It's unbearable. And I just came to my... I just got to my limits and I couldn't deal with it I needed I needed a break and I'm glad that I got the courage now to try the birth control pill because it does seem to help me even though it um it does fool up my moods and stuff I seem to be able to be managing for the most part but I mean we'll see what happens in days to come but I'm staying positive like I said I have ups and downs um Thursday evening was a very hard night but then like I said I'm like yesterday I mean I was just kind of blank like I don't know how I felt I was just so blank and exhausted and work was just so much that I don't really know how I felt I was just so exhausted is all I can say today though I feel like I woke up on the right side of the bed and I feel pretty good but I always love Saturdays so I'm going to um, enjoy the day with my dog and have a nice breakfast and watch some of my favorite YouTube videos and do that kind of thing and I'm hoping for the best so I managed to get through yesterday 
and the card did resonate of course as I expected because the cards are always resonating with me and um, I kind of like you know that Franklin Roosevelt quote when you come to the end of your rope tie a knot and hang on and that's what I did I mean I kept myself positive knowing that there is a way out of my job situation like I didn't let it get to me as much as I normally would so that was fine it was a really hard day but I didn't kill myself either like I usually do working I mean what's the point because I'm just going to be suffocated again in work and work that other people won't do so I'm just going to play that game as well I mean what's the point of working and killing yourself and just getting sick from it like literally ill from people just pushing and pushing and like most people don't care you know and you feel so alone I find and bitter and angry when you get in those modes at work I like I kind of felt when I first went in everyone was talking about me I kind of felt a bit paranoid and defensive but I mean, it kind of passed and I'm kind of always in a headspace of worrying about what other people think. I think that comes from my father rearing me up and the fact that he constantly worries about what other people think. So I, um, I always struggle being in public places and being in the workplace, but I managed to get through and that's okay. Um, so yeah, that was basically my day nothing else really stood out to me so the card did resonate of course and i still have my grandmother's ashes and i'm planning to bring them to the wishing well sometime this week i don't know about today it's a really windy day but i'll see later when i i'm still lying in bed it's just so comfortable with my new sheets and everything i just want to stay here forever but my dog is already on my case to get up and get going. So I will do that after I record this episode. So um, that's it for the Seven of Wands. But my card for today is the Queen of Swords. And um, she's sitting on a throne. She has, it's the Everyday Witch Tarot again. I really like this deck. She has a white cat. Um sitting next to her and she has the throne upright not the throne sorry the sword upright in her hand there are three scrolls next to her on a table she has like a beautiful gown on with fur trim she has gray hair and there's like she's sitting on a throne that looks like it's made out of like diamonds or some kind of pointy stone and I will read the definition for the Queen of Swords. Just give me a minute, guys. I should have had a bookmark, but I didn't. So I got a feeling it's going to be a good day. And I'm going to try to make it a good day, no matter what this card tells me. Just like I did yesterday. And so the keywords for the Queen of Swords are intelligence, independence, authority, objectivity, communication. The Queen of Swords is the female counterpart of the King, except she represents the creative side of the mental process, the novelist rather than the accountant. In some decks, she sits on a throne wearing a crown and a luxurious robe holding a sword. The Aquarian Tarot pictures her crown but sans throne. 
wielding her sword as a woman warrior, sort of Joan of Arc of Anthena figure. In a reading, she may represent an actual person, in which case she's usually a mature woman known for her intelligence, independence, and inner strength. And it says, for the upright queen of throne, queen of swords, the upright queen of swords represents authority, wisdom, and power. In a reading, she suggests you've gone through emotional trials and grown as a result. Your will is strong and you possess the intellectual resources to take charge of situations at home and or in the business world. She signifies an actual person. She may be a single woman, divorcee or widow who's transformed pain into wisdom. Respected for her communication skills, she may be a writer, professor, lawyer, minister, business leader or scholar. And when the Queen of Swords is reversed, you may feel trapped, limited, unable to speak your own truth. She can indicate, indicate disappointments at work or home, broken promises, hopes that didn't manifest. You may feel you haven't, got, haven't been given a chance to show your stuff or you've been handed a puny piece of the pie. Perhaps you can't move beyond a loss or your emotions are interfering with your judgment. Hmm. So that's very interesting. Um, we'll see where this card brings me today. And I will talk to you guys later tonight. And thank you once again for listening. I hope you enjoy your day. And we'll catch up again soon. Bye.